Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean, co-host, Danny. How are you, man? Oh, man, so I'm doing all right. So I learned a, um, a valuable lesson, or at least I was reminded of something this weekend. What? So, you know, with the whole thing with, like, the um, lockdowns with the pandemic and stuff, I... uh. I was just going uh, grocery shopping on the way home from work on Fridays by myself. Mm-hmm. And I got like my whole routine down, the system, I knew where everything was. And so I had stuff to do this last Friday. And so I told my wife, well, let's do what we, how we used to. We'll go out for breakfast and then uh, go grocery shopping. Yep. Man, she's slow at the grocery store. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going and then I look back and she's like at the beginning of the aisle and I'm getting ready to go to the next aisle. And it's like, oh, come on, let's just go. <laughs> we're not like window shopping here let's just get what we need and go we got a list yeah oh man yeah I think I, I so she's like on the way home I didn't want to like hurt her feelings that much so but she was like so are we going to keep going grocery shopping Saturday or you want to still do it on Friday and I'm like I'll do it by myself on Fridays it's fine <laughs> I don't mind you're like I got and, it don't worry I got it it's cool man I don't mind <laughs> And she's like, yeah, but it's going to go grocery shopping. And I'm like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's a chore. It's never fun. Well, it can be somewhat fun, but still. Plus, when it's when she's not there, I can buy stuff off the list without her, like, judging me. Because at that point, it's at the, at the house, and it's too late. <laughs> Look at you in, in disgust. You son yes. of a bitch, Danny. You and your... Terrible buying decisions. <laughs> you, really need, you really need more beer. <laughs> True. This is like this is like after work beer. The stuff I have is like sipping nighttime or weekend beer. This is when I get home from work beer. This is like the shower beer. Yes. <laughs> I hear you, man. Speaking of beer, what are you drinking today, man? Oh man, you took my segue. Oh. <laughs> See. Uh, what's it called? Hive mind. One of us. One of us. <laughs> oh man. So I'm drinking a beer out of North Dakota, as as it says on the can. Fargo, no deck. Um, Drekar Brewing Company's Blueberry Col- Cobbler, mm. and it's called a like slang du jour, or as they as the kids say, slang of the day. And so it's kind of cool. They have the malt. They have, like, all the stuff on the back. So they have the malt. They use the uh, pale two-row and carafoam wheat. They use magnum hops. And then they use, for the flora, they use a lactobacillus culture and a house yeast, house ale yeast. And then they don't even call, like, it adjuncts or additives. They just straight out admit what it is. It's called a – they have it listed as gimmicks on the can. <laughs> so the gimmicks in this can is Blueberry, granola, brown sugar, lactose, cinnamon, and vanilla beans. Mm-hmm. And then it has a warning sign. Contains It says, attention, contains a significant amount of fruit. Please keep cold at all times. It says, separation is normal. Please give the can a gentle roll or two before opening. Which I guess yes. I didn't do. I didn't, read the, I didn't read the warning label. I did keep it cold. But it doesn't look yeah. too separated. Yeah, that's typically... Um... Urban, with Urban's, you have to do that as well. You gotta roll your can a little bit because of all the fresh fruit. 
Yeah, like um, I have one can. I have there's one uh, beer that I have from Bottle Logic, and they made a couple of the same similar style where they just tell you to store it upside down. And even like other breweries will just print the label on the beer can upside down to let you know that like the the make sure the beer label's upright. Oh man, that is pretty good. Even if I didn't uh, properly roll it before I opened it. You got that nice uh, cinnamon, the graham cracker. It does taste like a pretty excellent blueberry cobbler. I'm trying to find the ABV. Are they like going the 450 north route and just like, we're not going to get yelled at for lying about our ABV, so we're not going to put it on here? Because <laughs> <sighs> like, I think 450 north has like even started just putting like a, a range of ABV on there. Gotcha. It does not have the ABV. I'm going to check on Untapped real quick while you're talking about your beer. What are you drinking, <laughs> Sean? I'm drinking from Urban Artifact Spyglass, the lemon the lemon lime tart. I probably reviewed this before. Um, I got to clean. I got to. I'm trying to clean out some older beer out of my keyser before I open my Tavor box. So I got a Tavor box in with which has probably stuff I want to drink. But I don't remember exactly what's in there, so I left it sealed so I would continue being a good boy and uh, cleaning out my fridge, my keyser. But for those that don't know, this is a tart ale brewed with 66 pounds of limes and 50 pounds of lemon zest for each 30-barrel batch. So, it's a... The citrus just goes really well with, uh, you know, the tart uh, style beer. Uh, just a very easy, refreshing beer to drink. Um, comes in at 4.7% ABV, so you could keep drinking all day without the worries. Well, you might need to worry, but it's a, definitely an, a refreshing beer. Nice. We're both drinking pie-themed beers today. Again, the hive mind. <laughs> right. According to Untap, this is a seven point seven seven point two percent beer. Gotcha. Although it does not taste like it. But then again, it's not a beer that you're gonna sit there and like um drink all day. It's not an all day drinking beer. Yeah. No. Oh. And then the other problem that came across with my wife uh, going grocery shopping with me is that like the old routine was she would put away the groceries and then so I had to listen to her complain for too long about um, how difficult it was to put away the groceries in the refrigerator with all the beer taking up all the shelves. Mm, that is a fair complaint. And I was like, I don't know, I seem to make it work. I seem to make it work every week for the last year and a half. <laughs> oh man, you're vicious. Yeah, you're, because it's you're just like vicious. it was only it was, it was only supposed to be one shelf. Now you have. The top shelf, the bottom shelf, some of them on the second shelf, and and, a, and and one of the doors in the fridge. And I'm like, no, no, two doors in the fridge. And she's like, yes. So I didn't I didn't help myself, but yeah. No. I mean, do you, what do you even eat? Do you just have to eat, like, dry foods, canned food now? Because you can't put anything in the fridge? No, we have, like, other, we have, like, a, like a whole other, we have, like, a shelf and a half, like, well, almost two full shelves. And, like, we have the vegetable drawers and the crisper drawer, like, the two drawers on the bottom. Yeah. So we have room. Gotcha. We have the room. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I came across something yes, 
this morning, actually, um, browsing the interwebs. And I'm surprised I haven't heard more about this from like some of the people that pop up on my YouTube recommended about um, just how, uh, you know, everybody's gone soft and nobody wants to like have their feelings hurt anymore. Um, I guess when Lego had their press conference and they announced all the new sets coming up this summer, um, like their speed champion series. And then they also announced a bunch of new, um, Marvel and star Wars sets. Um, so I guess for the star Wars sets for Boba Fett's ship, they, um, on the box, they changed the name of the ship. Really? Yes. It's not the slave one or slave two. Slave, yeah, it's it's not slave, yeah, it's according to them, it's uh, just Boba Fett's starship. Huh. On, the, on the box, yes. Yeah. Which, you know, to 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 quote um, Robot Chicken when um, Boba Fett first meets Lando Calrissian um, in this Robot Chicken Star Wars episode, man, I really dig the ship. I'm not a big fan of the name though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be an, an intimidating bounty hunter, so. But I do feel like Star Wars has started to get to, like, I think it started as, like, you know, a normal sci-fi, and it's changed into, like, almost like a kid movie at this point. I mean, it's, it's been doing that for a while, because that's the whole reason why he put, because in, in the original uh, trilogy, 4, 5, and 6... Yeah. Um, episode six, he was supposed to the the it was supposed to take place on Kashyyyk, the Wookiee planet. Yeah. But then George Lucas um, wanted something for the kids, so he made them the Ewoks instead. Gotcha. And that's also kind of why he put like the Gungans and Jar Jar Binks in episode in the in episodes one, two, and three is because of yeah. his kids. Yeah. So, I mean, they've they've always going back to even the beginnings, they've uh, made accommodations for the kids. Yeah. I mean, it, from everything I've read, it seemed like the only person that actually like knew how to deal with Star Wars was um, his ex-wife. Because <laughs> she, from what from what it, from what I've read and heard and stuff, that like Episode Four was pretty much unwatchable, the first cut, and then she went through and like made a bunch of changes and edited the movie herself and came out with the movie that we came out with. Wow! Can you believe it? Unwatchable. Right. <laughs> Isn't that what they say about all the Star Wars movies since? Something like that, yeah. The missing oh, piece is gone. Yes. Speaking of um, things that may or may not be unwatchable, um, so Twitch for a little bit was cracking down on female streamers that show too much cleavage. Yes. And um, so one of the ways they got around it was that the streamers would uh, just wear a bikini, right? Yeah. And so then, because it was closed. And that, you know, and so then, um, which is like, no, no, you can't just wear a bikini in your bedroom. Like if you're like in a pool or something like that, then that's different. Like if the clothing is for the appropriate situation. So yeah, you can wear a bikini if you're in a pool or something. So some of the smarter, um, bikini streamers found, um, inflatable hot tubs and just put them in their room. Like, and they record from them or they're just, it's just in there. They, and then they said in them and record, yes. So fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, man. 
Dude, I, you know what, man? I got, I got to respect. I need, I need an inflatable hot tub. I'll put it in my room. I'll stream. Put a, put a bikini on and stream. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, when people get irrationally angry at like the hot, the, the, the as they call them, the titty streamers. I don't know, man. They're like, well, I don't fall for it, but there are guys that do. And it's like, well, then don't worry about it because it's not you. Like, why you got to worry about other dudes? If other dudes want to give their money to girls to show, like, cleavage, then let them. You know, that's on them. Why you got to save Why you gotta save dudes from themselves? Because dudes are weak to the boobs. Thoughts be gone? <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I just, I just respect the hustle because that's what that is. They're too smart for this world. Exactly. <laughs> what will we do? Yeah. Write down the time. Oh, boy. <sighs> so, recording artist Liz Fair put out a new album this last week. And she is her first album since uh, 2010. I don't know. Are you familiar with Liz Fair, Sean? No. Or is that too? I'm not. I don't know who that is. She was kind. Of, she got big, like during the like the mid early to mid '90s rise of the quote unquote girl rock, where um like Tori what's, Amos got big. What's like her main song? Um, I'm not even sure she had like a big hit. Hmm. Um. But she was more like, um, I guess, her whole career. Yeah. Uh, like, she had a song called, like, some of the songs I don't recognize. Like, I don't recognize the individual songs from back then, but that was also a long time ago. Um, and, like, she was, like, one of the ones, the t- artists on the original um, Lilith Fair tour. Um, which was basically, like... Um, if you're a dude, you weren't supposed to go to that because that's, like, for chicks. And if you go there, then you're a, a chick, apparently. Like, and, and in hindsight, it's like, wait, how come it's how come it's gay for dudes to want to go hang out with, like, massive crowds of women? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, like if you were, like, a, a straight dude there, you could probably, like, hook up with a girl if that was, like, even if that wasn't your intention. Like, accidentally hook up with a girl because she's just, like, feeling empowered. Like she, you might not even have to try. Like she can just walk by and it's like, yeah, dude, you're 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 a straight dude. I'm single. I'm just gonna kiss you. Gotcha. Fair enough. Or, you know, but yeah. So like, she's kind of mellow. Like, uh, some of her songs are like borderline coffee shop rock. I guess would be like way to go. But there's some songs that rock pretty good. Um, the new album. Dude, it sounds like she hasn't lost lost anything over the eleven years. Gotcha. Yeah. So her when I googled it, it said her most popular song is called "Why Can't I." So, and she's gonna be in Camden, New Jersey, on tour August twenty sixth. Yeah, she's opening for Madison. I mean, I it doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay. It kind of sounds familiar. Does it sound familiar to you? Yeah, I mean it sounds familiar, but I've also been listening to her like 
I realized I, I only had a couple of albums. I bought all of her albums when her new one came out. So I've been listening to them on my phone. Gotcha. On shuffle. On shuffle. At the workplace. At the Move workplace. Move the boxes. Listen <laughs> to some tunes. Yeah. After I, after I listened to my, like, four, like, five or six podcasts today that I have to yeah. listen to. <laughs> Research. Research, people. Yeah, man. I feel bad because yesterday I got invited. There's this uh, podcast. That they're um, they're originally based out of Long Beach, but I guess the host moved to Riverside over by where uh, you – kind of where you used to live, over by the Uri Ale Ales. Uri yeah. Ales. Yeah. Um, and he hit me up, and he said that like they're doing something with um, like a whiskey thing with somebody else yesterday during the time when you were doing our, our uh, live stream. Yeah. And I was like, Sad. oh. Whiskey sounds good, but uh, we had to go and save people, like from in Destiny and in real life. <laughs> exactly. You get yeah. to be double heroes. Yeah, look, yeah, you will because you were tri- you would have been triple booked yesterday. Luckily, your other plans fell through too. Yes. See, so I bought tickets to a concert to go see uh, Gary Newman. Yeah. You, you don't. You won't recognize the name, but you'll recognize the song that everybody knows that he sings. <laughs> Here in my car, I feel safest of all. It's the only way to live in cars. Do, 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 do. That song. Ah, oh, gotcha. Fair enough. But um, apparently now he's like gotten more like hardcore synth because he's been hanging out with Trent Reznor too much. So now he sounds like if um, Trent Reznor quit Nine Inch Nails and they replaced him at vocals with Morrissey from The Smiths. So he's like very like industrial kind of music with his very British voice. It's like when uh, when I saw Tr- David Bowie and Nine Inch Nails tour together and David Bowie sang some Nine Inch Nails songs. Yeah. But anyway, so I bought the tickets and then like two days later I get hit up from front of the show Solid Snack and I was like, hey, uh, you still want to go to this concert that I, talk- I told you about like two years ago it seems like because of the pandemic and they kept rescheduling it and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about that and I bought tickets already for a different show that day. <laughs> I mean, I, that's why I need to ask my wife's permission before I do everything because I'll just double book. Yeah, but was it was was that concert even in the in the in your uh, notebook in her notebook? See, no, that's why my wife needs to be in charge of everything. That's why I should just give people my wife's number and like let them ask. It's like, can he, can Danny go out and play on this day? Be like, just talk to my people. They'll get back with you. Yes. <laughs> oh man. So I watched the uh, Netflix original animation show Trece. Trece? I should have told you to watch it, um, because it's barely any of it. It's barely a show. Like I don't know, they should have made more and or like waited or something because there's six 25 minute episodes. Gotcha. It's like half an anime. That doesn't or, seem like very or a much. quarter of an anime, depending on what show you're watching. Is this like that demon one? It's, yeah, that the the um when this the sit in the um uh, the Philippines. It's like you know it's actually set in Manila, um so you get a lot of like the the lore of the Philippines. They're like they're monsters instead of just getting the traditional like yeah. you know Mexican chupacabra, la llorena, or the um um like European Dracula type monsters. Yeah. So, um. But then they do, but they do a really good job of like 
um, telling a full story. It's not like you feel like you're missing out on anything. Um, another thing that's good is a lot of the scenes, pretty much most of the scenes that take place in the trailer take place in the first episode. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they gave them the first episode to make the trailer out of. Got you. So there's, oh, that's cool. I mean, there's a couple things here and there, but not much. Okay. Like there's like, like one scene where they're like fighting a, like a, a monster that takes and that's in the trailer that takes place later, but other and like maybe one or two more scenes, but the rest of it is all like the first episode. So they're not they don't really spoil anything because there's a lot of stuff that goes on, and they. But yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching, especially with how short it is. Yeah. And how bingeable it is, because you know. Especially with Netflix, where you can just you know have it skip the um, to the next episode without watching the trailer. I mean the credits. That cuts a couple minutes off each episode, so it's a little over a little over two hour investment, or right around a two hour investment, like watching a movie. Okay, that's not bad at all. No. Oh man, um, so I finished watching the anime burning the season of Burning Kabaddi. Okay. Um, so the premise was basically this guy was a superstar in soccer and he um, kind of got burnt out just because of like the pressure put on him by coaches and also like um, kind of resentment from his like even his teammates thinking that he was just selfish and a ball hog and stuff and he's like dude I'm just trying to win and so he ends up quitting and saying he's, he hates sports he's never going to play again and then he kind of gets roped into playing Kabaddi. And so he gets down there, and they're, they only have a couple. They don't have a full team, and so as the show progresses, they have to get more players because they want to play in this tournament. Yep. And so basically the show is them trying to come together as a team and him trying to relearn how to be a teammate as opposed to being a solo player, like kind of the way he was in soccer. Like he would just basically, like, he wouldn't pass the ball because he's like, well, I can score. Why am I going to pass it to you? You might not. You're probably not going to score. Yeah. So... You know, reading the comments, because they were kind of getting, like, like, a lot of the practices, they were losing. And so people are like, why am I going to watch this anime if they keep losing? And it's like, well, because that's the point. They're not, they're, you know. It's, it's called about... growth. Character yeah. development. You fuckers. Yeah, the whole anime damn. is about the team trying to come together and individually try to grow and become, you know, better people and better teammates. And Get so. Dragon Ball Z shit out of here. Yes, okay. or any fact. other like it's like not every every sports anime has to be have the main character be overpowered and win all the time. Yeah. Shit, dude. And even so, in My Hero Academia, he doesn't fucking win every fight, dude. Come on. And and according to some people, that anime is trash. So, well, at least their fan bases. Yeah, I mean it is a little rough. So, <laughs> but it does end. It does end on a cliffhanger because. Like, they're basically just doing, like, practice games and stuff, and so, to get ready for the tournament. And so, at, when it ends, they're like, alright, we gotta get, we gotta, we know what we need to work on for the tournament. End of show. End of series. Even end of season. <laughs> so, and, like, it's pretty cool. Like, some of the episodes, they're, like, it's not quite, like, Naruto level or Dragon Ball Z level, where they drag out the episodes, where, like, the dude's, like, spends, like, two episodes going Super Saiyan before he, like, does his attack in the middle of a battle it's like they start the fight in like episode 10 and by episode 14 he's like finally finished powering up so they can continue the fight yeah the fight um they do a good job (laughs) exactly but they do a good job where they kind of stretch out the matches like what like 
one one game might last like an ep- like an episode like start in one episode last the whole of another episode and kind of start end at the beginning of the next episode okay but there's a lot of like dialogue and stuff that goes on it's not just them playing you know yeah um but yeah it's it's really good even for sports you know it's not just it's not just a sports anime like it's easy to dismiss it you're like oh they they're playing a sport so it's a sports show but there's it deals with a lot of like relationship issues but you know um especially like uh i guess amongst men mm-hmm. how they deal with each other like trying to you know not just um comfort each other but also like impress each other or, or like um show show somebody that you've you've grown like your senpai that show your senpai that you've grown and that you've got you know you're better than you used to be um living up to expectations it's pretty it's pretty dramatic but not like in a i don't know soap opera way mm-hmm. it was probably to me at least the most intriguing shows of this season it's the only one i've finished out of the new season okay yeah, well actually that one and um laid back camp are the only two but that's just because laid back camp is like you know um visual like visual version of like just staring at the clouds on a sunny day true just, just makes you happy if you if you if you're having a hard time going to sleep or you're stressed out you just start watching laid back camp <laughs> all the, all the stress and drama will go away well it now but the worst part is that you'll 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 want to go pet a puppy while you're eating because they have like some really like all the adorable scenes with dogs and then they have a lot of really good food. Like when they go camping, they always kind of showcase what they're making every mm. single time and what they're eating. Okay. And and anime food always looks amazing. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> even if it's even when they're just eating uh, cup noodles, it looks better than like. A lot of food. Well, Definitely looks way better than noodle, real life cup noodles. Even even better than the cup noodles in Final Fantasy 15. The cup noodles promo paid to be put in the sh- game. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but you watched a couple animes. Um, I finally got around to finishing uh, Re Zero season two. So. <clears throat> There's a there's 50 episodes between season one and two, so it definitely is a uh, a feat to overcome. And I think we've talked about ReZero on the show. ReZero is just one of those shows that just messes with your mind about shit. And so the main character is he gets he gets teleported into a, a new world. And this is one of the ones that have done it, like, way before, like, everybody started doing it. Um, And he basically, he doesn't have any powers or anything, so obviously, like, he's really weak. But he, um, he can't necessarily die. Like, if he dies, he goes, he, it respawns him back to a certain point. And he has, uh, and the, like, there's, uh... The different witches in the show from based off the seven deadly sins and one of them like works with him and he they like if he tells anybody about it like it'll like it'll kill him again and make him restart so it's really um it's it's pretty intense because um and he has to kind of generally solve he's got to solve 
um, the problem, so that way, the st so he could, so his life could move on. But this guy's getting like stabbed and fucking murdered <laughs> and stuff as he's trying to like figure it out, and he's having like mental breakdowns, and he can't can't talk to people about it because then he'll just die again painfully. So it's a uh, it's a pretty intense anime. Um, in the second season, we uh, we find ourselves uh, uh, kind of interacting with the witch of greed and basically trying to escape this um uh s section and this is like one of those things that um i didn't realize like there was a movie that came out as well at some point that i probably needed to watch uh because in anime like you have to watch the movies and the tv shows or else you'll miss like story parts like goblin slayer has done it and then um, Tokyo, uh, not Tokyo Ghoul, that's not it. It's the Demon Slayer also did it. Like, they just released, they just did season one uh, last year, and then and then they released a movie um, that takes place, like, after the anime. So when season two comes up, it'll take place after the movie. So, like, you'll have to watch it before you can kind of move on. But, um, but it was good. Um, I... I thought it was kind of weird, though, because, um, like, in the beginning of season two, like, Rem gets put under, like, a curse and she can't wake up and people forget who she is. But they don't ever, they have, they still haven't, they don't have it resolved. And so, like, it's weird because at the end, like, they're doing this celebration thing and, like, Rem's, like, still, like, asleep, but they're, like, propri propping her up for, like, weird photos and stuff. I feel like they did that because, like, of all the Rem fans. Like, it was very weird. I still have to call... I forgot I was gonna call Quatros out about that and, and go, what the hell are they doing with your waifu's body? Like, this is weird. It's like, um... Well, there's a reason why she's not... It's like in uh, Star Wars, the, the, the episode 7, where it's like, all the, the fans love R2-D2, but... We don't also don't want to distract away from BB-8, so we'll put R2-D2 in here, but we'll just put him in, like, a say that he's, like, shut down and we can't restart him. Yeah. And so then, like, BB-8 will go up and try to, like, wake up R2-D2, but to no avail. Is that kind of a thing that's going on? Uh, kind of, but, like, they do, like, a group photo and, like, her twin sister's, like, holding her. That Like, it's just, like, so I, it's, it's just a little weird. Yeah, no, it's fucking, it's fucking weird. It makes no sense. I think it's all done for the, um, for the Rem fans. That's the only thing I could think of. You gotta sell those, uh, statues. Yeah, you do. <laughs> is, there gonna, is there gonna be now a statue of the, the, because the twin sister has pink hair, right? Correct. You know how I know that? How? Because of the, um... Looking at figures on my stuff anime. Of course. <laughs> I don't actually watch the show, but I'm like, oh, there's the pink hair grim and there's the blue hair grim. Yeah. No, it's a really good show. Like, there's definitely times you're just, like, gutted while watching it because you're just like, holy fuck, like, that just happened. Like, what the fuck? Like, you, you just can't figure out, like, everything. So, because you're trying to figure it out with him and it's just like, damn, dude, it's just tough it's written very well so i definitely recommend it if you got the time um yeah i mean i think it's kind of on my list 
kind of, maybe. To check out. If you want, like, an intense, serious anime. Yes. Where did you watch that one on? Uh, you could watch it on BRV. They got the, and, and it's a dubbed, so. Nice. Um, I also finished, uh, the season finale of Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nag- Nagaratu. Um, so... Basically, it follows the it follows the comic uh, very well or the manga very well. Um, it was funny because um, I was talking to Quatros a little bit about it, and he's like, "I don't." He's like, "He's like, I hate that chick," <laughs> and he's like, "That guy's such a pushover." I was like, "But that's part of the story." <laughs> like, you know, they don't they can't express their feelings, so she just bullies him because she doesn't know. How, how to be nice at this point to him, even though you know you could clearly tell that she likes him. So, and uh, the season finale, uh, you know, they go, they end up going against the student, the art student president in a competition, and it has a it has a sweet ending. So it it all works out. Um, I, uh, but I think th- I think the anime is just as good at it. Basically, follows the same story. I mean, I think it's probably just better to read it, but. Uh, the anime is not bad to watch either. Yeah, I know that one is getting a lot of um, Twitter hate. The same way that um, um, oh, what's her name? The other girl that was the bully anime, where she was like a freshman in college and the guy was a sophomore and she like made, felt bad that he was alone. But then when like oh yeah, I I know who you're talking about. The short haired girl. Yes. I don't know why I can't remember her name. Yes. But they were, like, mad about her because, A, she was a, kind of a bully, and also, like, her boobs were, like, drawn unrealistically too big. Yeah. That's but, true. yeah, like, like, there's this guy on YouTube. His uh, his YouTube channel is a Hero, Hero High, H-E-I, and he, like, did a whole, like, last summer, basically, almost all of his videos were about her. And um, now this one, he seems to be doing a lot of videos about uh, Nagaro. Don't play with me. <laughs> people. Just like God, I understand. Like, there's a difference between like teasing or bullying. She's flat out being a bully. That's not acceptable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sean wants to hang out. Yes. Wants to. That's hang. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but you could tell, like, um, you know, through the episodes that you know he misses. He, you know, like, like uh, you could see that there's a relationship there. Like, I don't. I don't get why, uh, I don't know. I don't get the hate. Like, it's just a silly love story, so. I mean. Right. But, I mean, and that's the thing about, like, Twitter is you can find, um. Somebody that'll be upset about everything. No, you'll find somebody, you can always find a hand, a couple of people that will agree with you. And that's why I hate whenever I see, like, articles, especially Yahoo's the worst, where it's like, the internet is outraged by this thing. And then you read down there and there's, like, three tweets. And it's like, dude, there's billions of users on the internet. Of course you can find, you know, three people that are mad about it. How is that the <laughs> internet is outraged? That's just those three random people. And those people might be trolls even, or they might just be outraged about everything or something. You don't know, you know? But yeah, I, I, I've only watched the first, like, four episodes of the show so far. Okay. But you, Debbie, you read a, uh, quite a bit of the books, though, right? 
I think I've read about the first three books. I only think I've read the first three books. Mm. Yeah. So I watched a couple movies, Sean. A couple older movies finally got around to like having like them pop up on my Netflix queue because no yeah. new movies are coming out, so the old stuff's coming through. So, you know, being the old man I am getting the DVDs, I got the Assassin's Creed movie with uh, Michael Fassbender. Uh, did you play the Assassin's Creed games? Um, I didn't really play any of them. I think, um, yeah, no, I just couldn't, I couldn't get too much into them. I played the, um, I finished the, uh, which one, the Spartan one. And then I was playing the Egyptian one, and I, it's it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I played one of the earlier ones, like when um, Xbox first started giving away games every month. They gave away one of the original, like like if not one or two, it was like one or two even. Um, and I really like the the mythology of the games, the story, but I'm not a huge fan of the gameplay. And so I'm like, I'll just watch the movie. You know, it's a lot easier than. You know, even in reading the book, because even reading a yeah. book isn't as much work as playing the game. Um, and so, I don't know, man. Like, as someone who hasn't played the games but is aware of the story of the game, I think they did a pretty good job of conveying that to people who, you know, because you can't just, as much as the people that play the games want the like the per, they want it to be like a continu- continuation of the story. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you know. You know, why didn't they just tell this do or, or or do this? And it's like, yeah, but people wouldn't have understood. It's like they they they'd figure it out. <laughs> and then they? like reading one review, and I don't think this guy's he claims he plays the video games, but I don't think he does because something he said in there is makes him makes me uh, suspect him. Is that he was like, yeah, you know, to appeal to the people that haven't played the games, all the game all the movie is is like action set pieces. And then afterwards, you get a bunch of exposition dump where they'll t- like a lot of talking and storytelling. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that what video games like this are? Like you go and you, you know, you do the battle or whatever, and then you come back and you have to do the cutscenes. It's not what cutscenes are; it's just exposition dumps. <laughs> right. <laughs> so again, they're telling it video game style. It's like you go do the mission, you complete the mission, and you come back and you get a cutscene. I don't know. Um. But the, the actors that they got are really good. They make like I think they make the movie compelling. Um, like Michael Fassbender is the main character, and then like the 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 person at the lab that's working with him, but isn't necessarily the villain, is played by Maria Cotillard, who was in um, um, Inception. Mm-hmm. She's the Leonardo DiCaprio's um, wife in that movie. The one that's kind of like he's chasing in the dream. Like that's why he kind uh, of got the whole thing. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Marion. But yeah, it's... I don't know. Like, the action is really good. Like, it seemed like... like The only... Like, my biggest complaint is, like, they're supposed to kind of be... Keep it quiet, but then it's like... They'll do all this stealth and stuff, and then they'll jump in the middle of, like, a bunch of people and start killing everybody. And it's like... that. I, that's not the stealthiest way to do it, bro. <laughs> do you even I, know what stealth is, man? It didn't work. Because <laughs> uh, they call in reinforcements, lots of reinforcements. Lots of them. Yes. So that was like, I guess, like, but again, that's kind of nitpicking or whatever. But the, but then it's like, all right, but the action scenes were cool. So you got something cool out of it. Like one of my the scenes in the X Men movies that I both 
hate and love at the same time is in the second X-Men movie where they go to uh, Bobby Drake's house and like the parents find out that they're all mutants and stuff and they call the police and the police show up and like they're trying to get away and one of the cops shoots Wolverine in the head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but somehow it's like his, his adamantium skull is penetrated by the bullet and he dies. <laughs> Or he hit the one spot in the bullet where there's, like, no skull coverage, like, in the front head where there's no skull coverage in the front. But I'm pretty sure there's all skull in front, like, in your forehead. Like, there's no bullet-sized holes. Um, and it's like, oh, come on, dude. That bullet should have just, like, hit his head and fell to the floor. Right. But then you don't get the cool scene of, like, the bullet, like, the healing factor just pushing the bullet out and it, being, and it popping out of his head. Which exactly. Is kind of cool. Yeah. You can't so, have both, right? Right. Like, maybe shoot him in the chest, I guess, would have made more sense, but you might not see it with the shirt. <laughs> but maybe, like, the director just wanted to use that special effect of, like, the healing factor pushing the bullet out of his body. Possibly. That would make sense. But, yeah. That's why that's, like, my least favorite and most favorite scene in an X-Men movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched the um, finale of the Planet of the Apes trilogy, the War for the Planet of the Apes. War for the Planet of the Apes. What is it good for? Absolutely, monkeys. Ugh. War. <laughs> yes. Apes strong right. together. All Apes the memes. Together. Yeah, it's all the memes. Exactly. Like apparently, like after they won the war for the planet of the apes, they all went and bought GameStop stock. GameStop yeah, stock. They, yeah, they did. And AMC stock. Because ape together strong. Um. You know, like they tell a really good story about. Like, how the apes are just kind of trying to find a place to live. And the humans, like, basically, it's like, yeah, maybe you right now might want to, like, peace. But what happens in the future when, like, your, your like, future generations are like, yeah, we can we can just kill all the humans. So we're going to go ahead and try to kill you now so we can avoid that happening. And so, like, uh, Woody Harrelson reprises his role as a colonel that's kind of hunting them down with his troops. He's really good. Like, he's – at first I didn't recognize him, the way he looked – I had to like I Google I had to Google the cast and find out it was him, and then once I knew it was him, I was like, okay, now I see it. Um, but yeah, he's like borderline uh, psychopathic in this movie. Um, very like um, focused, and he kind of explains why he's going after the apes with such a passion that he is. Um, Caesar, played by a motion capture of Andy Serkis, who remember at the time a lot of people were talking about how he should at least have been nominated for an Academy Award. Um, which, it's like, I don't understand why people care that much about the Academy Awards anymore because it's kind of already come out that the do, people that watch the Academy Awards don't watch most of the movies anyways. Yeah. They basically just vote based on um, the studios or directors that they've voted for in the past. Um, and they've also talked about how, like, like in, I can't remember what anime movie it was. It was one of the really good... Um, um, best anime movies that ever came out and they didn't get nominated but like Boss Baby did instead and the guy was talking about how like watching this video and the guy was talking about how anime you know the academy has no respect for anime and it's like come on you're gonna tell me that Boss Baby was better than like these movies and he showed like three movies and it might have been like A Silent Voice was one of them and it's like, all right, yeah, those are like legit movies. If they were, if they were like, if they weren't animated, they definitely probably would have won an Academy Award, let alone been nominated. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, 
because he's really his performance is pretty amazing like his voice you know even if it's just like motion capture and voice acting like you can definitely uh it, you get lost in his uh performance the way you do if he was acting as a person like he did in um the uh, marvel movie in, in the mcu because he was in black panther and i think he was in civil uh winter soldier or civil war i can't remember which one i think civil war i think so too um he played claw the claw the claw the clans exactly so they, they do a pretty good job of wrapping up the trilogy it's um once you get past mark mark Wahlberg, like if you can get past the first one with mark Wahlberg, it gets better because <laughs> mark Wahlberg playing a, a like the scientist is a little uh, i don't know a stretch it's a little bit of a stretch but i don't know i guess that's typecasting because of his boston accent just so people yeah, from boston could be scientists yes people from people from boston can be scientists just like it's like when people um gave one of the Bond movies a hard time because they cast Denise Richards as, like, a nuclear scientist. And they're like, oh, come on, look at her. She's obviously an idiot with her titties like that. It's like, <laughs> scientists can have titties, too. <laughs> I think some of them do have titties. And not exactly. just the females. hey <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're probably not wrong there. <laughs> As, as, as a man rocking some A cups, I'm, I can judge. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spill the tea a little bit on my wife. All right. Because we were talking about how you had to, uh, um, I saw about how you had to jog as part of the um, the stream, and um, they were kind of giving you a hard time about like, yeah, you're getting your exercise in, you can lose some weight, and she was like, yeah, isn't Sean getting a bit of a belly anyways? Wow, damn. I know. I, think, I think I have the same size stomach as I've had since like after high school. Maybe a few. I don't more know, man. Months, I'm but... just, I'm just saying what my wife watching. So when you see her, she's judging you. Just All you right. know, just so you know. I'll remember that when I finally come back to California. <laughs> I'm just gonna knock something out of her hand. Remember that one time you judged me? But do it with your stomach. <laughs> oh, did my big belly get in the way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm but applying yeah, to be just... a sumo wrestler because of how big my stomach is. Exactly. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Speaking of a jogging for charity. Um, yep. Please. So, one of your price tiers, I think you need to raise your like highest price tier a little bit more because $100... I mean, I got that's where I got you got all your money. I guess I guess maybe it's perfect because it's it's low enough to like people can it's low enough to people for people to mess with you, but not high enough for them to like not want to do it. Correct. Yeah, I think I think I got to work continue working on low tier stuff because I was surprised that I had I had almost more uh, more high tier donations than low tier donations. You know what I mean? Right, and I think that was because people just wanted to mess with you and make you run around the block. I think so, too. That's How hot true. was it yesterday, anyways? I forgot. To, I meant to ask when you came back one of the times, um, and I forgot. It wasn't that hot. It was just more humid out, so I felt, like, sticky as I after I got done running. So, that part kind of sucked. It was just feeling... I can imagine. So, so sticky. So, but, yeah, one uh, of... 
somebody else in the group in the in the game in the in the group was saying that they were like they were gonna go run. Yeah. And I was like, it's like when you were gone, and I was like, told him I was like, yeah, just, you know what? Just like put your mic on mute for like ten or fifteen minutes. Go hang out, do whatever, get, and come back and just be like, oh man, dude, that run was tough. Well, I don't know if it's fair because that kid runs track anyway. So I mean, it was a, I bet he ran around the block and probably was nothing to him. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think that was uh, bees. So bees yeah. cheese. <laughs> yeah no but it was a lot of fun yesterday we did uh we we raised 525 dollars for the it gets better project uh so super happy we made we made our goal um as you said i uh, we had we had four uh 100 donations so i did i took four laps around the block so it was a uh, it was good so um i want to thank andy and my girlfriend deidre and steve's adkins or sadkins on twitch tv uh for doing that and we had one um private donation for another hundred so the I want to thank the four of them uh for making me run and then i just want to thank alan and and uh let's see trevor and kevin and another uh private for your guys's donations as well it was I, i'm glad that you decided to just mess with my loadout my favorite run was the three snipers which was kind of <laughs> i didn't i didn't think it would be that bad but it was really irritating because once i got like when we had to take down the Wyvern, like, I really felt, like, super handicapped at that point because the Sniper is not the weapon for that. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. What? And, like, I mean, I showed... I, I mean, I'd like to think I did decent because I think I showed that... All right, look, when I'm lost, I fucking suck. Like, if I don't know what's going on, like, I'm useless. But once I'm like, yeah. oh, hey, I know what I'm doing. I'm pretty effective. Yeah, no, honestly, um, the the... That raid only took a little over two hours, which was um, which was good. And I think I even had to do a jog in there in the middle of it. So I, think I mean, jogs. Was it two jogs in the middle of the raid? I think so. Yes. I thought I did two jogs before we, stopped, we even people started. People in the bathroom or eat or whatever. Yeah. That one, like one one dude that stopped to go eat, and we're like, you know, what, we'll just do this phase without them. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I mean. That's the thing I, I hate about SharePoint as well. I always forget like to tell somebody something. Like there's always like a small detail. Like I could I could always tell everybody the general mechanic of it, but I just forget generally like one small thing because uh, if you like the one like, mechanic where um the DPS phase of the boss where he had that thirty second DPS phase and all of a sudden I'm like trapped in something and then it explodes and I'm it, I die and I'm like I guess I'm down and you're like oh yeah that. That happens. Yeah. yeah. Was, you don't do anything wrong. I'm like, yeah. what did I do wrong? You're like, oh, yeah, that happens. That's part of the phase. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget something. So, but no, I mean, I thought it went well. I got my fancy new emblem. I was rocking it last night afterwards. So, oh, you got it at Sherpa Runs? Uh, yeah, you were my number 10. So Nice. Yes. So I got it. I already showed it to my, I already took a picture and sent it to my one friend who's trying to get it as well told him to sucks for you sucks to suck 
Sucks to suck. <laughs> but no, it was pretty fun. Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. So we'll do, I'm sure we'll do something in July. Um, I know I took a break in, in May, but it's always a fun event. So we'll figure, we'll figure out something to make it fun. What'd you think of, uh, the raid though? You know, I, I liked it. We didn't do that raid the last time. It was, I, I don't remember what raid I did, but it definitely wasn't that raid. You did. I thought we did take you through Vogue. I'm pretty sure we no. did. No, it was a different raid because it was like almost like inside of buildings. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, in Destiny Two or? I don't remember if it was Destiny Two or One, but I thought it was One. Maybe it was okay. when Destiny Two first came out. Okay. I, I yeah, I don't think we. I don't remember. But I know it was a multi-class because I recognized none of the scenery there. Uh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. But no, it went. Uh, it definitely went. Um, I'm glad you liked it. Hopefully, you'll sign up for a couple other raids on the weekends if you get if you're available. Have to check your wife. Yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging around for another fun-filled episode. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all those fabulous places. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook for all your needs. Check us out. Check us out on Untapped. You can see what we're drinking when we're out and about. And thank you again for another fun-filled week. Later.